Just four days out from the start of the 2022 Northwestern football season, something just feels different about this year's team. So welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, and thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. We are part of the uh, Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So right off the bat, I want to talk about this this Northwestern uh, team and why it feels different. And from the press conference Tuesday, Coach Fitzgerald and every player that spoke, Evan Hull, Bryce Gallagher, and Andrew Clare, there's a common theme, and that is that is leadership. It's it's different this year. This uh, Fitzgerald talked about how for the first time in two years. Northwestern's team was a lot, was able to get in the facility together all at once and how that helped helped kind of change the culture. He described it as it he got his squad back. I mean, everybody was under the same roof uh, in the same meeting rooms and how it created a different culture. And from that point on, you've seen this Northwestern team really really grow together from a leadership perspective and it's it's echoed by by each of the players that have spoken so far this fall there is a a renewed focus a renewed discipline that was a word that kept kept um, popping up over the course of Tuesday's press conference and um, they just continue to to Cultivate a culture that that allows for this this Northwestern team to be primed for for a season that maybe uh, could shock some people, a bounce back season. You know, I mean, and it started. And Fitz talked about it. It started with Peter Ritz, the the, the team dietitian, and uh, Jay Hooten and the strength staff really helped in the off season kind of physically change the way that this team looks and and when the and that's part of it is that this team bought in from the word go the leadership's there the experience is there you had you had guys like Adetamawa Adabaware you had Evan Hole you had Peter Skaronski Bryce Gallagher you had a, the and Andrew Clare all these guys step up in these in these captain roles and allow this this team to kind of follow their example to um, to really strengthen the culture around the program, and it's carried over into. I mean, Fitz said in the spring they looked like a completely different team physically, and then they continued to have strong workouts in the summer. He said he got to see a lot of them. He got to see a lot of them, and then you've seen. You've seen, uh, like in the running back room, two of your five captains are in that room, one of which is a transfer, which I think cannot be, um, can't be overstated how impressive it is to be named a team captain while you've been on campus for just just two years. I think that there's a, there's a business-like approach by this team. They are more prepared for in-game adversity, uh, to be able to adjust and and something that you heard Bryce Gallagher talk about on Tuesday is this team really has bought into to not only 
being focused, being prepared, but trusting their their coaching staff. And they know that that's going to be something that they have to to rely on in this opener against a Nebraska team that is changing so much from from last season to this season. A lot of transfers, a new quarterback with really a completely different skill set. And then you have guys like Trey Palmer and these other people on this Nebraska offense. You have Mark Whipple. Northwestern does not necessarily have it entirely nailed down what this Nebraska offense is going to look like. They watched a whole lot of film to to make sure that they're prepared. But Bryce Gallagher talked about how this team this team really does trust its coaches. And it trusts it trusts the coaches to put them in the right position to succeed. And when you have that being said, at the highest level of your program, it really permeates down through the rest of the roster. Um, but I think that this this group is and everybody that has spoken about it, this trip to Dublin is fun, and it's exciting, and it's a really cool opportunity for this team to be a part of. But everybody has mentioned that it is a, it is a business trip for them. It is, it is a, an, a place where they are looking to... Uh, they're, they're going to win the game. I mean, everything else is secondary. And I believe it was... Um, I think it was either Andrew Clare or Evan Hole, one of the two running backs that spoke on Tuesday and basically said he's not even going to think about all of the uh, external stuff, all of the events and all the opportunities to go experience the culture all that much before the game because the game means that much to this team. And I think that that this team is really locked in and they're ready to to take on this 2022 season and tackle the challenges ahead. All of the team captains, they were um, very honored, and then they they discussed the privilege that it is to, and to have the respect from their teammates to be named captain. But Bryce Gallagher, I mean, he continued to say that like the core leadership of this team is so strong, and the in the whole team from a leadership perspective and just how they handle their business has come a really long way over the course of this offseason. And all around, the feel is different. The I know the expectations nationally and around the Big Ten may not be super high for this Northwestern team, but it does feel different around this program. It feels, it feels like... There is a, as Fitz put it, he actually put it really well. He said that this team has its edge back. It's it's returning to what great Northwestern football is. And that's going to show in their preparation and their execution this, this season. But I think that this team, from a leadership perspective, is really well positioned to start this 2022 season. Coming up in just a second, we're going to talk about a room that that not only has a couple captains, but continues to get heavy praise and why I think that they can really be one of the stronger position groups in the Big Ten. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling a ride. But nah, you live nearby. You can make it home, okay? It's no big deal. 
what are the odds that you'll get pulled over anyway? Even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, so so now that we've talked about the leadership on this team, specifically let's talk about this running backs room because you obviously have two players of the five captains on the team from this running backs room in Evan Hull and Andrew Clare. Andrew Clare, you know, the, the, the Bowling Green transfer from a year ago, a guy who's had to play a reserve role, can't speak enough about uh, what the respect he had to earn to, to get this captaincy. Um, and I, it's, that's just an accomplishment in and of itself, and I think it's valuable. Talked about it yesterday that uh, you do have a captain that's not necessarily one of the star players on the team. I think that that carries over well to the rest of the team because then you have you have up and down the the depth chart. You have guys who are leaders who are who are helping pave the way. For the rest of the team, Evan Hall last year, thousand yard rusher, seven touchdowns. The guys, you're what the last thousand yard rusher since Justin Jackson, and and here he is being named a team captain in his junior season. I think that this this running back room has a serious opportunity to uh, be one of the better position group rooms in the Big Ten. You have Cam Porter coming back from injury. A key player two years ago was was slotted in that number one running back spot until a an injury in camp last year uh, brought about the end of his season before it even got off the ground. Uh, you have Evan Hull, Cam Porter as your two-headed monster, your two leaders in that backfield, your two guys who can be out there every single snap. You have Andrew Clare, uh, who's... Last year, what, five and a half yards per rush was eighth in the Big Ten. So you, you have somebody with plenty of experience in him from his time at Bowling Green, uh, a very capable, very solid backup. Uh, you have Anthony Tyus in there, uh, bigger back, somebody who's a little more physical. Each each guy kind of brings a different skill set, um, obviously led by, by Evan and Cam, but... Everybody brings a little bit different aspects, and because of that, it allows it allows that room to have very, very strong competitive depth, and that's something that that Coach Fitch Fitz has has preached a lot coming into this 2022 season is that competitive depth is is going to be key for this North, Northwestern team, um, and now you have. You have some talent in that running back room. You have guys who who are really lead, leading the way and uh, can help can help push this offense forward, make life easier on the quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, and 
it's 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 a little bit different approach this year in that running back room. There's there's more discipline, which is one of the words of fall camp. Uh, everybody everybody uh, wants everybody else to be successful. There's no there's no jealousy in that room. Everybody, um, I mean, Evan Hole called them called each other brothers. They they in his words. He wants everybody to eat in the in the running backs room and and have success and they all cheer each other on and they're they're really there every day to compete with each other and that and that's really what you want. You want competition because competition breeds just higher level of play and success. So this running backs room is strong and they're also helped by the fact that there's so much returning experience on this offensive line for Northwestern. You return both both tackles. You return over a hundred total uh, FBS starts uh, by six or seven guys. Peter Skaronsky anchoring that unit at left tackle, first round draft pick, le- best left tackle in college football, and I think that that combined with the leadership and the energy and the the different skill sets. This run game, specifically this running backs room, can make a significant impact on the team. And I mean, you already see the way that they have. I mean, there's two team captains from that group. That group. So, so clearly the team, the the team respects that room. They they respect the leadership, the way that those guys work, and they have confidence in that room to be successful. Really day in, day out, and help lead this team. That's why I think that this this running backs room, it wouldn't shock me if you've got a couple guys pushing 1,000 yards. Obviously, Evan Hall did it last year. Cam Porter uh, has not really been in a true lead back role um, yet uh, for, for an extended amount of time. Obviously, was a key piece on that 2020 team. But I think that, that this room on the whole – is deep enough that you don't have to to run one guy into the ground. You don't have to risk uh, put somebody at an elevated risk of injury, and you have enough competitive quality depth that you can keep all of these guys fresh over the course of the season. And I think that will be a big key starting Saturday in Dublin when when Northwestern takes on Nebraska. In just a couple minutes, we're gonna we're gonna take a look at at why why this Northwestern team might be getting overlooked a little bit. Why why I really believe a a bounce back is on the cards. Uh, I think they they may not win the Big Ten West like they have the previous other two even years, but I think that they will sneak up on a lot of teams. Thanks again for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. The Ultimate College Football Preview is here. A seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey College Football Insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot. Search for Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. All right, so now we've talked about the, we've talked about the leadership of this team. Uh, and how how it feels different. We've we've talked about this running backs room and how I think it can be a very very strong group in the Big Ten. Um, 
now we're going to talk about why, like, why maybe some of the national people are are over or underestimating rather this this Northwestern team, uh, expecting maybe a little, little, not nearly as much as they should, um, not really uh, picked to to do much this year. Definitely not picked to win the Big Ten West like they have done in the past, but. I think you you start again going back to that leadership. The leadership is different this year. Uh, there's there is a a focus and a business approach. There's an edge. All of this has been talked about, but then when you look across the roster, there really is there's experience and there's depth everywhere. This team this team has been um, they've been to very high highs. And they've been to very low lows. And I think that's valuable going into this 2022 season. They've faced a lot of adversity. Um, I think the offseason being able to get back in the building to to work with the strength staff, the dietitian, has been huge. I think it's been enormous for this team. Uh, and then when you when you talk to these players, when you hear them, when you hear them um, speak about the team. I mean, they're all preaching about how the football IQ on this team, like Bryce Gallagher, he mentioned specifically that linebacker's room. I mean, he said that the depth is there, the football IQ is there. In camp so far, the execution is there. And he's just, he's overall, he's pretty thrilled by this by this group in the linebacker's room. He said really up and down the team uh, and in that linebacker's room, the transfers, the the few pieces that that this Northwestern team added in the transfer market, all of them have come in with with great focus, uh, great perspective, and have had had really strong falls, which is which is what you want. You want when you add experience like that, when you add a Ryan Johnson to the front seven, uh, when you add a Wendell Davis to that linebacker core. You want these guys to to have an impact, to fight to get on the field immediately, and it sounds like this group is doing that. I mean, Fitz Fitz thinks it's a really strong transfer group. Um, I mean, he even he seems very positive on the defensive line and the pieces that were picked up there, and he seems to think that the additions of guys like Ryan Johnson have helped. Really set that that front seven to to surprise some people, um, unlike they did last year. Last year, well, last year it was surprising. They went from a really really strong front seven that that, that really strong defense to to a front seven that really couldn't stop the run. I think Northwestern and Coach Fitz they feel a lot better about it going into to this season. Um, I mean, Andrew Clare talking about the offense being being another year in the in the system with Mike Bajakian. Uh, he said that it's no longer it's no longer discussions about concepts. And at at, at first, when you hear that first sentence on itself, you're you 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 may be a little worried. You're like, wait, so the guys aren't having they aren't talking about how to run each play, all that. He said he went a step further. He said that they're talking about the details, specifically like how to carry out 
the very minor things like why why they run this play in this moment, how it sets something else up, how it allows for success, and I think that that's that's so interesting because basically he's saying that the offense is so much more comfortable in in the scheme that they're getting down into the minutia, making sure that everything is as prepped and ready as per and perfect as possible. Every fine, minute detail that can be adjusted, that can be be refined, is is being refined. I mean, this team, this team, going back to that word, focus. This team is this team has a different level of focus than. Um, I think they've had uh, than than they probably had last year. I think that that and then I love I loved the way that Andrew Clare um, he ended his press conference. His he said from from the offense's perspective, it's their job is to execute, create explosives, and put up points and just keep scoring. And while um, the offense. Is has probably not been the strength of a Northwestern team in a while. It feels that this this team feels very comfortable in their in their offense. You have that running backs room that's very solid. You have you have that offensive line with all that experience. You have some some talent in that receivers room. You've got Malik Washington returning as your lead lead receiver. You've got You've got some transfers that could step up in roles there. You have a guy like Ray Nairo who can maybe transition from being a a special teams weapon to being a a dual threat weapon in the aspect of can have a role in that receiving core, can can still be what Fitz says is the best special teams player in the country or in the Big Ten. But I and then you look at that defense. Gallagher was extremely excited about that linebackers room. Fitz was very up on his on his defensive line. You've got guys like Adetamawa, Adabaware, who are taking appear to be taking that next step. Have taken ownership with this team, and uh, really, it seems like Adetamawa is primed for. A, a another step forward in his time at Northwestern. I mean, last year was probably the breakout. I mean, he might have the breakout on the breakout. He might, you might see those sack numbers double um, with the way that they they talk about how he's just taken ownership of the team. He, I mean, Fitz said he took over the team in January, and that's what you want. You want your as much as uh, I do like Andrew Clare. A reserve um, being one of the captains and having that leadership up and down the depth chart. It also helps when your star players like Adi Tamawa and Evan Hull and Peter Skaronsky are captains and are leading the way for the younger guys behind them. That's why I think this this group has a really good mix of leadership all over the field uh, and all over the depth chart. And um, I I think that they are being being slept on a little more. I know the schedule's hard. I know the schedule's hard. I know it's not easy. Um, 
you lose one of the Big Ten home games because you're playing this neutral site game on Saturday. But I think that that there's enough motivation, enough focus, enough experience. Oh, and then you also have that DBs group that's that's so solid. It's got so much experience. I mean, you got Cam Mitchell who who could be a guy who's vying for one of a very high draft pick and and one of the uh, to be one of the top DBs in the Big Ten, and you've got AJ Hampton, Coco Azima, you've got these other guys with all this experience that that know what they they need to do, and I think that unit that unit may end up being the leading unit on that defense because of the experience they have. They might end up being the best unit on the defense, but. But the focus is there, the, the leadership is there, the experience is there, the comfortability in the scheme is there. And I think that that this team is is primed to have a much better year than really anybody is expecting. And that's why I think Northwestern is primed for a true bounce-back year. It may not be winning the Big Ten West. But it would not shock me to see them in that top two or three in the Big Ten West going back to a quality bowl game. It wouldn't shock me to see this Northwestern team get back to seven, maybe eight wins. Uh, I think that a coming off a three and nine year, a, a bowl game would be considered a successful season. And I think that the mindset of this Northwestern team is in a really, really good spot in order to to accomplish that, to get back where they want to go. And, I mean, at Big Ten Media Days, you saw the players talking about the goal, the goal is to win the Big Ten. The goal is to win the Big Ten for them. And and whether they, they, they do that or not, I think that this team is set up for a successful season, a good bounce-back year, uh, and a, and a, a bowl game is definitely on the table. A, a even stronger bowl game, I think, is is around where the probably the ceiling is eight or nine wins. Um, just because I believe in this team more than the national media does, because I think that they have so many quality pieces that maybe don't don't jump off the page. I mean, they don't have other than Peter Skaronsky. There's not. There's not a lot that a national person is going to look at this roster, and and there's not a lot of wow factor. But I think there's a lot of really, really solid, really, really strong uh, pieces there for this Northwestern team to have a big 2022 season. So we've talked about the leadership on the team. We've talked about this running back group and why I think it can be one of the the best units in the Big Ten. And then we talked about why Northwestern is really prime for a for to exceed expectations and for a bounce back season. So, but thank you for. I just want to remind you to that. Thank you for uh, making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, you can follow me. Um, Carter Bird, the host, uh, on Twitter, at CarterBird13, and at CarterBird13 on Twitter. And uh, make sure you know what your team is up against. 
Across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten, every day host Nate Dickinson and local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen, Locked On Big Ten. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we, we're going to start to take a look at some, some positional matchups in this first game with Nebraska that, that jump out to me that, that I really believe um, can't, will, will determine how this Northwestern Nebraska game plays out. So that's what's coming up tomorrow.